Welcome, everybody, to the third episode of the Santa Garden Podcast. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Do you want to recap last week? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So last week, we kind of talked about what you need to get started if you are interested in being in the wedding videography world or just in the videography world in general. Just the bare minimum, all you need to get started. So we talked about that, just equipment, programs, um, things like that. And then we kind of offered you guys a little bit of encouragement and we talked about some fun drone stories, some experiences that we have had with drones in the past. Um, And we talked about, we showed some TikToks that we have been enjoying and some music that we've been dabbling in dabbling yeah um so yeah it was a really fun episode we discussed a lot and it was kind of long um but i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you haven't watched it yet you can definitely go and watch it on our youtube channel or listen to it on spotify or apple um so yeah i think we talked about in the last one we weren't sure if we were going to be on spotify but we are on spotify we got it all set up so yep um, you can tune into any of those platforms. You can find all of that in the link in our bio on Instagram at Senna.Garden. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Perfect. follow us. <laughs> yeah, this um, week is going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah, we are going to keep it a little bit simple this week. Uh, Rob is not feeling the greatest right yeah. now. Um, he got his second vaccination for Z COVID 19. Yeah yesterday Um, and so today it's kind of like it's kind of hit him hard and um also to be honest with you we stayed up till like 3 a.m last night and we don't feel great because we did that because we're too old to do that (laughs) and we need to grow up (laughs) so (laughs) anyways we're fine um we have honestly tried to shoot this like three times and we were like maybe we just shouldn't do it this week but we're gonna be okay we're gonna push through this and it's gonna be a great episode because we really do have some good content for you guys that is gonna encourage you and build you up as a creative person for sure so whether you are in the wedding videography world or you're in any kind of creative field i feel like you will really be able to get something out of this so stay tuned and yeah i guess we can get into it um we can kind of talk about the general topic and then we can dive into all of our points so go ahead right so our topic for right now is service uh, rather than work Yeah, so kind of like it's a mindset thing. Are you going to have the mindset of this is my job or are you going to have the mindset of this is an opportunity to serve people? Yeah. Um, Because I I think that when we first started, I don't know, I think that in our hearts we we did want it to be about serving people. Mm -hmm. But I think because we were not able to put all of our focus on our business um there were a lot of times where it felt like a job and not like an opportunity to serve people and our mindset wasn't in the right place and our work reflected that i do think that it immensely impacts what like the art you're producing for sure your mindset has everything to do with it and um i think you have to you have to make a conscious decision of why am i like 
am I doing this for this or am I going to do it for this? What is the reason? What is the why behind what I'm doing? Yeah, there have been many uh, weddings that I've looked through the film and I've just been like, this is what we got that day. But then I remember that we might not have had the best outlook on the day. Definitely. You know, there are different variables that, that come your way and that can be anything from what happened before you got to the wedding, uh, what happened maybe during the wedding, the relationships that you kind of... How prepared you were. Yeah, I mean, you have to spark these relationships usually right out the gate. Mm-hmm. And if you... Let me tell you the approach that we used to have with booking weddings. And it, it has only been the last... Um, maybe two years that we've started to shift out of this. So um, that means we spent four, four and a half years in, um, I would say, not the greatest mindset and doing things to not our best potential. And I think that that is probably one reason why it did take us as long as it has to get to a point where we could be full-time and all of that. Um, But we used to our prior no our um what's the word i'm looking for um i can't think of it our main way of communicating with people was through email um and when people would inquire we would send them a price guide and say if you have any questions let me know that was it that is all (laughs) and um I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with that, but just know that if that's the only way that you're going to communicate with your client before wedding day, um, it's going to cost you. It's going to, your art will suffer from that. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I'm not trying to hate on people that do that. Yeah. I mean, if that's the way that you do that, that, that's fine. I mean, and if it works for you, then it works for you. Yeah. But But, I think that that comes down to you are doing, you're, you're just getting it done. Yeah. You're just getting the job done. And, um, it's not about relationships and, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but, um, I guess it depends on what type of professional you want to be. And do you want this to feel like a job or do you want it feel to feel like a purpose and, Something that's really fulfilling and brings you a lot of joy. Yeah, but on the other side of the coin, there is a huge shift in building a relationship with the couple prior to the wedding day, just because you can get a vibe for who they are. And then they've probably already mentioned to, maybe not, but you kind of get a vibe from them. You can get a vibe of like what their friends are like so that you can mold into, and we've talked about that before really briefly. Yeah, being adaptable and just molding your way into this friend group and being a part of it and like enjoying it Mm -hmm. and not just the friend group, but just being able to, um, when you're with the couple, like being able to communicate with them and just like be confident in your communication. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, what I was saying was, you know, the kind of the mindset that we had prior to the last like couple of years and, um, yeah, I think I think it's hard to ha- to be service oriented when you can't put all of your focus on the business. I get it. When it's like a side hustle, it it can feel like it's a grind and it's 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 just hard to like put your heart into something that you can't put your whole heart into because you're like split, split between yeah. different things. I get that for sure. Um so part of that is like you may have to make this decision of if if my heart's really going to be in this, I might have to let something else go. Um, 
I mean, we both had to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, not not everyone's the same. Some people can juggle a lot of things. But, yeah. Um, for me, it it uh, my heart would never be fully in it if I didn't just take a leap of faith and go for it. Um. So yeah. So we kind of wrote down some things that some some points and some things that you need to do in order to have a mindset of serving people rather than just working for people. Um, so the first point is preparation and with preparation, not only does this involve understanding a timeline and having all of your equipment ready and staying organized and all of that, but, um, it has a lot to do with your communication with the client beforehand. So rather than sending a price guide, how about you schedule a meeting over coffee or a Zoom meeting or a phone call? Um, you'd be surprised what that can do, not only to to get the booking, um, but also to show you, okay, do I want to work with this person? Two, is this person a right, like, are we a right fit for them? Is there mm-hmm. someone else that would be a better fit for them? Um, and three, like, you are going to, you're going to get to know so much more about them and it's, it's just going to shift your entire perspective of doing this work for them. Um, because you're, you're gonna, you're gonna start to understand their personalities and their story and how they ended up together. And, and you're going to get excited about them getting to get married and yeah, it'll help you not to cut you off, but it'll help you be able to understand their vision for what they want from your service. Definitely. Um, some people are really like, they're super open and they're like, I trust you. I don't have anything specific. I just know that I love your work and you got this. Um, but some people do have specific things and some, here's another thing. People don't always know what they want a lot of times they don't know what they want because they're not in they're not a professional wedding videographer they don't know um so they just have seen other films and they're like oh these people are really good like we are gonna hire them but there may be things like portions of their story not only within their relationship but their families they could have had a family member pass away um things that are like very sentimental and special to them that they're not even thinking of being incorporated into a film that you can you can dig and and find those things and you can blow a customer's mind when you're like hey you told me that you know your grandfather passed away and you know y'all were really close how would you feel about incorporating some old photographs or like home video of you guys or um there's just so many things, creative things that you can come up with that really serves the couple. Um, and in turn makes your art so special and like unique. And, um, I don't know. We talk, we say this to couples all the time, but like it, we don't want our films to just be this event to recap video. Mm -hmm. We want it to be a story. And, um, when you take the chance to talk to people and truly understand their story, um, it changes everything, changes your mindset and it changes your art. So, right. Yeah. Um, next point, go for it. I think that kind of covered the next point. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Understanding their background and story. Yeah. Um, 
one thing that I want to add to that is not just specific to the couples, but also, um, other vendors, like being able to, um, serve other vendors is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we kind of wrote down was to not be intimidated by other vendors and to seek relationships with them. Um, yeah. and, and find opportunities to serve them. So like, there's definitely times where we have walked into a wedding day knowing that we're working with, you know, certain vendors and feeling like, okay, these are like these top of the line vendors and they're really well known and feeling very intimidated. Um, and if you think about it, it's really not logical because you're there to do a different job than them. So it's, you know, one, it's not a competition, but two, you shouldn't feel intimidated. Like they're not trying to judge you or, I don't know, like it, it's weird that we feel that way. And I think it has a lot to do with social media and just the like pressures of that, like feeling like someone's famous or, you know, just feeling like someone has more value than you do, um, because of how well known they are. And, um, you definitely don't, don't let that rule your mind when, when you're going into a wedding, knowing you're working with certain vendors, um, be super open and kind and, and ready to build a relationship with a vendor. Um, and I'm trying to think of like practical ways where we've like, you know, where you can serve vendors on wedding day. I mean, I think if someone, if, if a florist or a coordinator person, like a rental person, like needs help lifting something or carrying something, Look for opportunities like that. And I don't want to sound like we're like, do this because then it'll like pay off because they'll like you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're, you're, this is a mindset thing. This is a way for it to bring yourself fulfillment and to like, I mean, it's, it's the right thing to do and it will, it will bring you joy because you know that you're helping others. And, um, so just look for opportunities to do that. I, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was a specific. Oh, here, here's a, an actual story that I just thought of. Um, so there was a time that we were shooting with a photographer. Um, I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe two or three years ago. But um, she had recently had a child. And um, she needed to go out to her car and pump. Okay. I'm sorry if that's too personal to share. But. Um, she had to go out to her car and pump and, um, she, everyone was looking for her and, um, but she had to do what she had to do. And so we took pictures knowing that she was in her car. We knew she was, she was about to miss, um, the bouquet and garter toss. And so one of us was like, we're going to take pictures of this so that she has something, you know, um, so we covered her and she didn't ask us to do that. She didn't, she had no idea that that was happening. Um, but I'm just saying when, when things, when things happen on wedding day, um, whether it's with the, the bride and groom or the wedding party or the family or a vendor and they need help and they need cover, don't just sit back and be like, wow, guy. they're so unprofessional. I can't believe that, you know, they like, they're not here right now. Where are they? What it, don't take an opportunity to just gossip with other vendors about a vendor who is having problems or is, you know, failing in some way or whatever. Um, have we done that? Sure. We we're guilty. Like we're humans and, um, it, it's not, 
it's just not right. And so I think we just wanted to take the opportunity to say, look for, look for a chance to serve people and just choose to, to believe the best in other people and, and do things to help them. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of a tangent. I don't know why I got so passionate about that. Um, you were on a bit of a tangent, but like I think, I mean, yeah. I had time to sip on some coffee and just listen. You mean some water? Yeah. <laughs> In a coffee mug? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, next point. This is more about the client now, the next point. Okay, so I'm a little lost, honestly, because you went on that tangent. I feel like you covered two of the ones. No, they hired you to be there. Okay. Yeah, so you're there because they hired you to be there and know that they want you to do your job, Mm -hmm. you know? So don't be intimidated to share your opinion on what they need to be doing. Don't be... The couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that... there's definitely been times where we just won't speak up. And even though we feel like, oh, this would be a really good idea. This would be a great shot. I wish the couple would do this, whatever. Sometimes we just ride it out and let mm-hmm. the photographer do all the things that they're doing. And you need to know the photographer has their own like agenda. There are things that they're trying to capture. Um, don't rely on them. If there are things that you want, you need to speak up and say, hey, I think this would be really good. Mm-hmm. Also, your couple can't read your mind and they aren't wedding professionals. They don't know. Right. So, um, they hired you because they trust your expertise. So be willing to be like, Hey, I think it would look really awesome if you guys did that. Don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. I think a lot of the time videography might be, um, maybe viewed as something that isn't as important as photography. So when the photographer is posing, you're just maybe there to try and get the best shot that you can while they get their shot. Um, but the reality is like, you can take them to the side, take your time with them because you, you've been hired to do the job. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the time. So can we just take a small break just to make sure that we're good? Yeah, for sure. Okay. BRB. All right, guys, we're back. Um, we are good. Everything was still recording. So That's Gucci. Good. <laughs> Um, so we're just going to continue on these points that we were making. So another thing that I wanted to mention was keeping your couple in mind as you edit and meet deadlines. Um, I know that it could be really hard, um, you know, when there's a lot going on and sometimes we miss deadlines and it happens. Um, but whenever you're feeling like burnout and and everything of course you need to take care of yourself but one thing that kind of helps me with burnout is keeping my couple in mind keeping that service mindset um rather than I just need to get this done like I really need to meet this deadline if I can like switch my focus to my couple's probably so excited to see their film Mm -hmm. um they and I remember like I try to remember wedding day and how it's been working with them so far it kind of motivates me. Like I want, I want to hear their reaction. I, I want to, I want to please them and I want them to, to love their film. And you know, if I can just be reminded of how it feels for a couple to receive their film really well and to be really happy, that motivates me to get things done right. and to stay productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the next point, which is keep communication going before and after the wedding day. So, um, 
just stay in communication, whether it's through social media, like commenting on pictures, sending messages, updating them, you know, saying like, we're working on your film or we're about to start your film. We're so excited, whatever. Um, just try to stay in communication as much as you can. I think that clients really appreciate that. And, um, yeah. So, and the last thing, and you can bounce off of this if you want, I I put no one to be generous. And, um, I think this, sometimes you just have to like listen to your heart or like listen to the Holy Spirit when you're in a meeting with a client or you're talking to them and you feel like this is someone that you know has genuine good intentions and they really, really want to work with you. Um, and but they may not have the budget um this is something I want to be careful to talk about because you know people will take advantage and you need to have discernment um but I think there are times when genuinely you you know you should be generous to this person like you just need to be generous to them and it doesn't happen all the time and you it you need to do it with your worth in mind but know when to be generous. I think there are times where it's like, I feel like I need to give this person a small discount or I feel like I need to allow this person to do a certain payment plan because it's going to be less stressful on them. Whatever it looks like, cover your bases in your contract, you know, make sure you're good and you make sure you're meeting your own financial needs. But that's just something that I wanted to, I felt like it fell under the service minded thing. Yeah. So yeah. All right. That concludes that little, uh, educational poor, lesson poor Rob. i've definitely talked more this time but i feel like you kind of needed to sit back this episode so yeah that, for sure so you don't feel great mm-hmm. so i promise i'm not trying to just drown him out <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it really is uh okay so little tiny music break i'm gonna share a couple songs that i have recently found on my release radar on spotify i actually have a playlist that you, what but yeah Okay, go ahead, share. Um, so real quick, I know that I talked about, oh, don't play that. Um, I know I talked about liking a bunch of different genres of music, um, last time. And I said that lo-fi was one of the big ones that I listened to. There's a playlist on Spotify and it's called Zelda and Chill. Oh my gosh. What? It's lo-fi Zelda. Like if you if you grew up playing Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess or any Twilight of these Princess. any of these uh Majora's Mask, um, even Breath of the Wild, new stuff, they have converted some of the like songs from each location into like these lo fi beats and it's really fun to listen to it and it and it'll throw you back. Nice. Yeah, so that's my little Cool music cool um okay well i just have a few songs that were on my release radar and i thought they were good rob doesn't like juice world i like juice world um i just i just like him okay girl of my dreams by juice world sugar and bts really good song i like it um here's my problem i'm not like it's fine, babe. We don't need your excuses. It's just the mumbling. <laughs> and then you won't believe who this song is by. It's called Slow Dancing, the Hazel English Remix by Allie and AJ. 
That's a big throwback right there. If you're from our generation, I'm sure that you used to freaking jam out to Potential Breakup Song by Ali and AJ. Honestly, I didn't. I mean, I guess just because I'm a dude, like I didn't <laughs> listen to that. The only time Ali and AJ ever popped up was on like the Disney commercial, but it, if it was the commercial break and then I they would you play. you listen to Potential Breakup Song. No. You're lying. I'm not lying. I promise you. I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, I, if you played it, I might like be like, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to play it when we're done with this, and you're going to be like, oh. Because Disney would play those, like, the artists, you know, music videos. They would play them in the commercial break sometimes, you know? And I think that's the only time I've ever heard that. This is the potential breakup song. No, it does not. just one. Just got demonetized right there. So maybe please. <laughs> Copyright strike. Sorry, that's really bad. I'm not that bad at singing. I just, whenever I'm singing in front of people, I don't try because I feel embarrassed. Like I will, I will sound bad when I am actually trying. And so I just don't try. I just do silly, my hmm. silly voice. So <laughs> I'm embarrassed now. No, you shouldn't okay. be. It. That's great. Okay. My other songs. Um, I'll share a couple more. Um, I'm not my season. The solstice version by fleet foxes. Fleet foxes is one of my all time favorite artists. Um, they're really just like folk ish. Would they be considered folk? Yeah. They're pretty Um, folky to me. I, yeah, I love fleet foxes. So that is a good one. And one more. Um, so you know life goes on by oliver tree obviously that's a super popular song right now with reels and everything um but there's a remix well i guess it's a remix hold on it doesn't say remix featuring trippy red and ski mask the slump god wow (laughs) i don't know it it's i guess it's just a I don't know. It's like rappers. Remix. I don't know. I sound like an amateur right now, but I really, I really like that song. Um, I like the different version of Life Goes On. Like it's, it just sounds a little different. It's got a nice little beat to it. So check them out. Check those songs out. They will be in the description. Okay. Now we're going to wrap this baby up with some encouragement. Right. So, um, you can start it off and then I'll bounce off of you. Yeah. So I wrote down that being a creator can be difficult, but you can do this. All right. Um, we watched a, yeah, we watched a podcast um, called How to Film Weddings. Shout out to those guys. They're great. You should check out their podcast. The best. John Bunn and Nick Miller have a great podcast that truly inspired us to start our own. Um, yeah. I listen to their podcasts like all the time doing dishes almost yeah like going on a walk whatever it looks like driving in the car for a long time i love their podcast it's taught me so much yeah there was um it's not verbatim but it was sort of a quote that they said um most wedding videographers and photographers will quit after just three years Mm -hmm. and so that kind of um gave me like a realization you know if you can 
just continue to push through and like it might have to be a grind we've talked about the grind before um doing a job and your your creative job like you have to keep pushing through you can do it keep creating yeah for sure um one thing that i wrote down and added to that was i wonder if the reason why people quit after three years is because their mindset is in that in that work Mm. i need to get this done mindset and they don't have a mindset of um serving other people i think when you serve other people you get true fulfillment and joy and therefore you don't feel you don't get burnt out as easily and you don't want to quit um you know there sure there are seasons where we're really busy and we get burnt out and we don't we're like i don't feel like doing this today there are days when we wake up for a wedding and we're like we don't feel like doing this today but if you can if you can just truly stick to that mindset i think it does change everything for you so for sure um put all of your work into no put all of yourself into your work and serving others i think that just goes along with what we've been saying all this whole time mm-hmm. just put your heart into it yeah and i said most of all put god above everything else so before you know all the money before all the equipment before what your work is you got to have god mm-hmm. definitely um, and so we'll kind of close it out with this scripture. Um, it's, it's five verses. So bear with me. I'm going to read it. Um, it's Philippians two, one through five. Is there any encouragement? Oh yeah. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another and working together with one mind and one purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself, better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So I feel like that's just a good, um, a good passage to kind of base your mindset off of. For sure. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I just want to add that God will bless your business if you put him first. Mm-hmm. He will. Absolutely. So just keep that in mind. Hopefully this helps out. Uh, told you it would be a short podcast. Um, what we said, I hope it encourages you. What we have talked about, maybe it'll motivate you to uh, push through, continue on. And yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, you guys need to get pumped for next week because we're going to have a guest. So, yes. Be looking um, out. Our first guest on the Senna Garden podcast. Um, they're going to be sharing some really juicy stuff that mm-hmm. they are experts on. So, um, yeah, we're really excited for that. So stay tuned every Friday, 12 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye.